The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush University Medical Center. This week on the show... We're going to visit with uh, Karen Malkin. Karen is one of our experts here on Sports Medicine Weekly, our integrative health counselor and eating psychology coach, talking a little bit about the environmental toxins with which we live, a ways to reduce your toxic load. We'll talk specifically in this segment about um, plastic and cookware and also water, water filters and some of the uh, bad things about uh, the water we're drinking, whether it be in water bottles bottled water or even from your tap water and a way to uh, change some of our ways Uh, and then dr cole and i will talk a little bit about uh, one of the stories in the nfl qbs quarterbacks having ac joint sprains it happened with uh, jimmy garofalo the new england patriots quarterback in his throwing shoulder uh wondering if you can shoot it up with cortisone so he could play does it mask the pain or just help it heal And if he plays, could he do further damage? Dr. Cole has some great insight uh, because he has treated that injury many times. And then we're going to talk a little bit about increasing testosterone levels. We'll be joined by Thomas DeLauer. He is from Santa Barbara, California, a performance coach. Uh, He's got his own personal transformation story, being 280 pounds about seven years ago. Now he's on the covers of... Uh, weightlifting magazines and he writes for these publications and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the the biggest mistakes uh, people make when it comes to eating as it pertains to their testosterone levels it's sports medicine weekly our website sportsmedicineweekly.com back to get it going right after this on espn 1000 feeling tired sluggish and overweight if you're looking to lose weight and gain energy join us in karen mulkin's 14-day transformation cleanse you're going to absolutely love this whole foods cleanse you'll feel great lose weight build lean muscle improve sleep boost metabolism and enhance athletic performance this vip done for you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing mct lean vegan protein blend fat burning mct lean mct oil snacks superfoods recipes guidelines videos and other surprises you will absolutely love this program sign up at 14daytransformation.com that's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K A R E N M A L K I N.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And we're back on this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, are you aware of some of the environmental toxins uh, with which we live? I, w- I will say I'm sort of pain. I've been painfully made aware recently when I uh, what's that? When I took a uh, uh, plastic container that had chicken in it and I threw it in the microwave, and uh, I was reprimanded by my 11 year old that you're not supposed to cook in the microwave of plastic. Really? I actually know that, and I don't do it on any frequent basis. I've but done it just, many times. I wasn't do aware. You still, do, you, do you still do it? You know what? Every now and then, like when I do Bulls games on the road, yeah. I'm in the studio and I'll get a to go order, you know, chicken that or something. Sty- Try to that styrofoam container. No, yeah, well, styrofoam oh, or bad. a plastic plate. Yeah, that's what they'll put it on, right. you know. And I'll bring it in and I'll put it in the microwave for thirty seconds. 
What kind of damage am I doing? Should we ask our experts? I think we need to. All right, Karen Malkin, of course, uh, one of our experts here on Sports Medicine Weekly, does a phenomenal job. She is an integrative health counselor and eating psychology coach. And, uh, Karen, let's talk toxins, simple ways to reduce your toxic load. So tell us a little bit about uh, plastic and cookware. So, um, yeah, so putting your cookware, your plastic cookware in the microwave is not such a good idea because many plastics contain BPAs, that stands for bisphenol A's, and those are known endocrine disruptors, and they impact your reproductive, you know, toxicity. They're, they what, if I'm, but what, if I'm, what if I'm no longer reproducing? Do I, do I care? Well, they're also, you know, they're endocrine disruptors, so they could impact your thyroid. They also are known carcinogens. They could affect you neurologically. Yeah, that's, so, what, I, that's you know, what I've heard is the, the potential for cancer, yeah. cancer-causing. Mm-hmm. And so bisphenol A's, BPAs are found in plastics. They're found in thermal receipts on the paper and in dental sealants. But, you know, for plastics, you know, there's three things you don't want to do with plastics. You don't want to heat them because it leaches the BPAs. You don't want to scrape them. You don't want to scrub them with abrasive substances because that will also leach the BPAs. And you don't want um, acid on your plastics, such right. as so like tomato to, sauce yeah. or like Coca-Cola. So, all right, so question. is it? Would you say that it's best to use the – if you're going to do it, although it's not very environmentally friendly, would you say the disposable ones would be the way to go? Or just be cognizant of the things you just said as far as preserving them so you don't damage them? Yeah, well, no, I would use glass. Okay. I would use glass water bottles, glass containers, glass, you know, Pyrex. You can get a lot of these products on Amazon. Um, if you must use plastic, don't heat them. Okay. And don't put anything that's, that's acid. Like tomato sauce, them. which people freeze. Mm-hmm. You people know, freeze tomato are... sauce all the time. You use what? People freeze tomato sauce like you have extra. Yes. The chili, tomato yeah. sauce, all this stuff, they throw it in the freezer. I'm sure we, I have some now in my freezer. Yeah, put it, keep it in plastic. I mean, I'm sorry, keep it in glass. Got it, got it. Mm-hmm. And, and, what, and, and what about, let's, I want to ask you another thing. You know, I know you've become really interested in this, this toxin concept, and it's one of the things that you're embarking on. There's a lot of discussion about water and what's in our water and so forth. Where does that stand, and how concerned should we be, and what action should we take? So... Every city has a different quality of water. So, you know, we're in the city now. I'm living in the suburbs, so my quality of water is going to be different than the Chicago city water. And, you know, the suburban water, my Glencoe water is very good. Chicago water is pretty good. But there's still contaminants in the waters. And so first what you want to do is you want to call your local water um, your department, and you want to get the quality report. It's called the CCR, the Community Confidence Report. You can also go to ewg.org and forward slash tap water, and you can you key in your, your zip code, and you can get the quality water report from um, that's, that's printed each year. And so once you know the impurities or any type of toxins in your in your local water then you go and purchase filters to match that you know i have a filtration system in my house and i kind of did it reverse i got all these filters and then i started to get the the um and i started to learn about what my water actually contains and then to know that you if you have you know lead pipes 
so first you start with your local water, and then you get the filters to match the water impurities that you need to remove. Karen, we had a uh, question uh, come from our producer, George Katsourilos, uh, asking this, uh, back to the plastics, if it's BPA-free plastic, is it still okay? That's a really good question. So a lot of the BPA-free products are being substituted with BPSs, and we just don't know the um, effects of our health for the BPSs. So it's better to be BPA-free, but we're not quite sure about the endocrine-disrupting impacts of the BPSs. What, is so that, is that I, the Nalgene bottles? Per se, is that what they? I don't know if the Nalgene's are BPA, but you know you get BPA-free li- canned linings of canned food. A lot of water bottles are B. I I will use occasionally BPA-free water bottles. Okay. And so my concern now is what they're substituting the BPAs with, which 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 are BPSs, and which we're just beginning to learn about. Got it. All right, Steve. I've got a water bottle in my hand here. I'm drinking during the show. I'm looking for what would be marked so, BPA-free. Yeah, so yeah. So the logical yeah, question. Yeah, it'll say BPA-free. Wow, I've got to start buying. Is it more expensive? Sure, it is right. They're typically a little more expensive, yeah, but they're and they're they're better. But we don't know if we don't know how safe the BPSs are. Okay, so so, so what's your take on drink? So you say, okay, we go, let's go back to my household water might have some contaminants or some impurities or things that may not be good for me. I can get the report. I could probably have someone come out and test it. Do I get a if there is something there that is undesirable? Do I get a specific? filter that attacks that undesirable feature or do the filters pretty much you know and get 90 percent of the things the impurities and things like that you'd like to get out of it that you could put on sort of aftermarket so yes and so certain filters do different things so you could have a distillation system which would remove the sediment and some of the heavy metals the problem is it leaves out the minerals it makes the water acidic and it doesn't remove vocs like chlorine Carbon filters are very good. The activated charcoal carbon filters are very good because they do remove chlorine and disinfection products and trihalomethanes and pesticides, but they don't remove fluoride and heavy metals. You can get a KDF filter on your shower, which will remove pesticides, organic matter, heavy metals. And listen, your skin's your largest organ, so to take... We, it's important that we get filters for our shower. So I would recommend a KDF filter for your shower. You know, some of the home filters, a whole house filters, people are doing reverse osmosis, which actually wastes a lot of water. Um, but it does remove bacteria, chlorine, fluoride, heavy metals, and, and reduces the VOCs. The problem is that the reverse osmosis strips the water of minerals and it leaves it kind of acidic. So you really have to almost personalize your filter to what your water, your current water status is. Fantastic stuff. Her website is KarenMalkin.com, K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N. She is our integrative health counselor and eating psychology coach. Great stuff, Karen. I tell you, every time we have you on, we, uh, I learn stuff just uh, going home uh, today. I'll, I'll, I'll make some changes for my family and myself. Uh, I really appreciate it. Excellent. Good stuff. Karen Malkin, back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. On ESPN Radio. I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. 
After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, or even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis, methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. And we're back on Sports Medicine Weekly. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, uh, I know we're in the midst of the NFL season now. A couple weeks back, New England Patriots uh, backup quarterback, or then starting for Tom Brady, uh, Jimmy Garofalo, uh, suffered an AC joint sprain. And a large topic of conversation on uh, sports radio and, you know, in the newspapers and magazines. Um, they were questioning, okay, well, this guy's injured, but, boy, they really need him on the field. So if you shoot him up with cortisone or whatever your kind of painkillers are, will that really affect something as an AC joint, or should he really just rest it? Can he be doing further damage by someone injecting something and kind of masking the pain? Steve, this is sort of sports medicine at its finest, and one of the reasons I love doing what I do because we have to understand what the injury is and what are the components that are vulnerable to being made worse if you play on it and remain active while it's painful. So the AC joint is the acromioclavicular joint. That's that little joint on top of your shoulder. Sometimes there's a little bony prominence there uh, that where the collarbone, the end of the collarbone meets the shoulder blade. So if you just push on top of your shoulder, it's like in, in a woman, if she was wearing a bra strap, it would come directly over the top of that just to give you a, a okay. sense of where it is, okay? So... Um, the sprain comes when there's a direct blow to it, typically. could be a fall on an outstretched arm, but it's mostly a direct blow and a contact. Very common in the NFL, and it's there are different grades. But suffice it to say that in the absence of a break or a fracture, they're just painful, soft tissue injuries. And arguably, you can get a guy to play by, it's not the cortisone. The cortisone is an anti-inflammatory, and that's not what gives you immediate pain relief. Actually, you could, in theory, inject lidocaine or numbing medicine into the joint, and I know it's done. And that can get a guy out to play. So is there a risk of further injury? I would say generally not. Uh, the reason it feels better over four to six weeks is because the soft tissue pain starts to quiet down and the irritation goes away. But it's not like things are in, in actually healing going back to their baseline. Once you sprain it, it sort of stays at that level, but the pain gets better after four to six weeks. So you can temporarily alleviate the pain with a injection. The pain will come back once the injection wears off. And I would say absent of a big high-level trauma, which can worsen the grade of the injury, 
I don't think a, an individual is particularly much more vulnerable to causing damage in some situations. So, Very interesting. Yeah. And, and how long does the shot last? Well, lidocaine can last only about 5, 10, 15 minutes. Marcaine can last substantially longer. You could probably get a guy through most of a game uh, with Marcaine or maybe repeat it even at halftime. Um, so, you know, it'd be interesting to ask. I, I have lots of friends who are in the NFL, and I know these types of things are done. And they, you know, everyone chooses wisely. No one ever wants to injure a player. But when the stakes are high and the risk of further injury is extraordinarily low, this is a plausible way to get people temporarily out of pain. Great stuff. Dr. Brian Cole, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, our head team physician for the Chicago Bulls. I'm Steve Cashel, back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. On ESPN Radio. Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn more about Prochondrix or allografts, visit prochondrix.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly. Back here on this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly. George Cozzarillos, our producer, coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. Reminder to reach out to us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at SMWHome. I'm Steve Cash, along with Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, of course, the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Dr. Cole, coming through the office, um, do uh, men ever talk about uh, testosterone? Yeah, I would say that when you look at my population, they're not, you know, all 25-year-old professional athletes. That's a very small group, to be honest. Most of them are are adults who are trying to remain active, and a lot of them are unfortunately getting injured while they're trying to remain active. And especially in this population, say, over 40, where there, in males there's this natural decline and there's a high level of interest in saying, look, how can I maintain or increase muscle mass? I'm feeling issues related to energy. They may know someone who's been taking either testosterone cream or getting injections, uh, who's, who, you know, questions about how you get it measured, who manages it. I don't do any of, the, the, any of that specifically, but I refer because I think, you know, there are people who can probably benefit, and the science around testosterone is actually fascinating. I'm not sure how supportive some of the science is in terms of all the supplements that we take, and the FDA has had a high level of interest in this topic just because the socioeconomic burden is tremendous and um, there's probably potential for abuse and so forth. So they're really interested in the topic. But suffice to say, the science behind it is actually quite good uh, in terms of recovery and uh, maintaining all the things that sort of deteriorate after we're 40 years old. Well, our guest is Thomas uh, DeLauer, joins us from Santa Barbara, California. He's a performance coach, and uh, the topic uh, for Thomas and Dr. Cole and myself, how to increase levels of testosterone naturally. Thomas, thanks for, for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. How do we increase levels of testosterone naturally? Well, you know, increasing testosterone naturally is something that people don't really want to look at too much because a lot of times it just gets overshadowed by, by all the chaos and, and everything, especially in the medical world. And the thing is, is you absolutely can help your testosterone levels out naturally. And I think a lot of it comes down to the one thing that a lot of us tend to stay away from when we're over 40, and that is those healthy fats. Uh, really comes down to eating the right kinds of fats and eating enough of those fats so that you have enough of the right healthy cholesterols, those HDL cholesterols, to actually create that testosterone. So tell me, without getting too technical, because I, I have to admit, I'm not sure I know this pathway. So we talk a little bit about 
uh, trying to elevate uh, 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 good cholesterol, decrease bad cholesterol. And then it sounds like there's this sort of feedback loop that also relates directly to testosterone. So for our listeners, if you can just sort of dumb it down and help them understand it, because they may not get this same information, for example, from their cardiologist or their primary care doctor, who's typically the one disseminating how to manage this issue. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it is actually pretty simple at the end of the day. I mean, it starts with the brain. The brain communicates to create testosterone. But in order for the brain to tell us to create testosterone, we need cholesterol. We need hormones from the brain to combine with cholesterol to ultimately make testosterone. And if those cholesterols aren't there to combine with these hormones, then we don't have testosterone and we can slowly start to see that decline. And that's what can happen a lot of times in men over 40, even over 35, is they start to have that decline. And a lot of times it gets coupled with the fact that they are advised to begin reducing their cholesterol intake simply because of their age. So it gets sort of compounded. Uh, so it really just comes down to making sure you're, you're consuming the right healthy fats, you know, getting those almonds in, getting some eggs in from time to time, without going totally overboard to the point of, you know, jeopardizing your uh, your arteries as well. Thomas DeLauro, our coach, a performance coach from Santa Barbara, California. And uh, Thomas, I want to ask you, you, you were, you're noted for a personal transformation from a 280-pound overweight corporate exec to now being on the cover of health and fitness magazines worldwide. Uh, what uh, led to the change in your life? You know, for me, it came down to discipline came down to not being able to really harness the discipline that I knew that I had. I mean, I noticed that even when I was at the best point in my career that I was suffering simply because I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to focus. And it took me taking a step back and realizing that my health had completely gotten out of control and, you know, went from being a healthy 175 pounds in uh, high school and college up to 280 pounds, uh, thinking that I had made it in business and that I could just let it go. And then I realized, wait a minute, no, you know, other aspects of my life can absolutely prosper if I get my health back in check. So that's how I ended up where I am today. And, and I love helping others do the same kind of thing. So is your, is your, are you uh, sort of, a, have you become sort of a life coach in that area? What's your, what's your day job? Yeah. So I, I run a large, uh, what I call optimization coaching. So I usually work with high end entrepreneurs, high end executives, a lot of uh, venture capital, a lot of uh, private equity guys that are kind of going along that same path, you know, trying to find what I call balance at a higher level. So that's where testosterone really plays into it because working with a lot of these men, it's like they're trying to find this balance, but a lot of times they feel like they have to sacrifice so much of what they enjoy or they have to sacrifice their work and actually bring it down to this lower balance. Whereas I'm all about promoting, bringing everything up, you know, bringing your diet up, bringing your health up, bringing your exercise up. And coincidentally, your performance in the office, your performance in your career is going to go up as well just as a result. So that's sort of my uh, my MO, if you will. Thomas, what would you say is the biggest mistake you see people make when it comes to eating as it pertains to their testosterone levels? Oh, flat out, just like I mentioned, it's it's definitely going to be the fats. You know, the first thing we hear when we hear eat more fat, or first thing we think when we see uh, we hear eat more fat is going to be, well, I'm going to get fat. You know, well, I don't want to do that. That's a lot of calories. Well, no, it's not always that way. So that's that's the number number one mistake or number one issue that I see widespread. So tell me, um, 
a little bit is is the testosterone aspect is one component you're doing are you helping them define windows and help them reprioritize i mean i can i can relate very well do you mind if i ask your age no absolutely i'm 30 yeah so i'll tell you that you know so i'm you know uh, uh quite a bit older than you are uh that in my my biggest focus when i came out was my practice and trying to really make sure we're doing the right thing for our patients, providing good service, accessibility, and everything else, and at the same time building a family. And so I went through that, you know, late 30s, early 40s, where put on probably 15, 20 pounds, was always really, really fit, tried to work out, but the workouts weren't what they needed to be. And I really had to just have a uh, uh, an epiphany. Not, thankfully, nothing, there was no call to action medically, you know. There was no, uh, I didn't have a grabber. But I, it was just a logical thing that I realized that I was completely out of balance. And I think that, so I also teach in this way. I do a lot of teaching for residents and uh, people in my profession to help them understand how to balance life, fitness, prioritizing exercise, academics, all the things, that, the pressures that we get. And I think the biggest issue is how to, getting, how to get people to find or preserve windows that they can actually do these things. Like you did, you were a corporate executive. My guess is you were knee-deep. That was the only thing that mattered. It was all about your success. Maybe you define yourself by financial success or who you governed and so forth, and, and that was your priority at the time. So how do you that get a guy to, yeah, so how do you get a guy to sort of back up and say, hey, I've got to reprioritize things, and not necessarily or else, but just to achieve a new balance that is also satisfying, because right now I'm pretty satisfied by my day job, and the paycheck or the prestige that I have. Yeah. And that can be just as, you know, a lot of times these guys need a serious pattern interrupt. And fortunately for me, having my, my backstory and uh, having sort of the, the widespread exposure that I have on the internet and the media, people have seen my story. So usually they have already come to me where they've reached that little call to action, or there's something in my story that resonates with them. So they're already at that pivotal, excuse me, pivotal point, but it comes down to, like I said, having that pattern interrupt where they can understand and see that if they do take the extra effort, they do take that extra 15 or 20% and focus it into their diet and focus on discipline with their diet and not necessarily discipline in saying abstain from eating this, but discipline in terms of being regimented and having a calculated plan of attack with their food. Well, simply by neuroplasticity and by looking at all the research and meditation, those kinds of things, by practicing good habits and practicing discipline, they will directly translate into other areas of their life. Thomas, how do people uh, reach you? Uh, I'm all over Facebook, so all you have to do is type in my name on Facebook, Thomas DeLauer, or type in my name on YouTube, and I will uh, be blowing up the screen with all kinds of content. So. You got it. Appreciate you joining us on Sports Medicine Weekly. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All righty. Back with more of our show right after these messages. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your health care team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. We're excited to announce our new Sports Medicine Weekly custom podcast app on iTunes. It's all free. Just go to the App Store, search for Sports Medicine Weekly. Our app gives listeners easy access to their favorite Sports Medicine Weekly shows without getting lost in confusing screens and pop-up ads. The team at Sports Medicine Weekly is dedicated to delivering content to our listeners on the latest in fitness, nutrition, injury prevention, 
and treatment. Optimize your performance with the Sports Medicine Weekly app. As always, we thank our loyal listening and social media followers. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of djoglobal.com. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Source, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by Midwest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsourilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.